Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Jesus. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, today, all I want us to ask is what or who are we standing on? Uh, and what or who is covering us? So today, the podcast is simply titled Foundation and Covering. Foundation and Covering. Welcome. If you're new to our podcast, thank you so much for joining us. We, we release this once a week, and the point is simply to come together, spend 15, 20 minutes with a cup of coffee or tea or, or hot chocolate, whatever it is, and we just spend some time together asking the question, how can we be more like Jesus? How can we reflect him more into the world around us? How can we lead like him? How can we love like him? And so the whole point of this podcast is Jesus. And so if you haven't yet, please subscribe to this podcast on whichever platform you are. And uh, let's dive into today's session called Foundation and Covering. And to set us up, I want to read out of Psalm 61, verse 1 to 8. And, and if you've got your Bibles, perhaps you can read this uh, at a later time. But let's dive in. It says from verse 1, Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth, I call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. Let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge under the shelter of your wings. For you, O God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Prolong the life of the king. May his years endure to all generations. May he be enthroned forever before God. Appoint steadfast love and faithfulness to watch over him. So will I ever sing praises to your name as I perform my vows day after day. So we're speaking about foundation and covering. In the above passage, we see David speak to the different ways God can be this for us. I love how he says, God, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. He, he understood that, uh, that, that God has to be his foundation. He also says God is his refuge, his strong tower, that he wants to dwell in God's tents and he wants to take refuge under the shelter of God's wings. Within the space of a few verses, David explains to us the best place to stand is on God. And the best thing to cover us is also God. And so these are the two things we're going to unpack today. What is your foundation? First up, what is your foundation? In other words, what are you standing on? What is the foundation upon which you are building your life? This is a, a significant question because often we build our lives on things that cannot sustain or support us. God has promised to be our rock and foundation. I love the fact that Jesus even speaks into this. We, he speaks about that parable uh, uh, that differentiates someone who builds their life on the rock or on the sand. What are we building our life on? God, is, God alone is the one who can support and sustain us regardless of what life throws at us. He can carry everything and anything we bring to him. And so it makes sense that he should be our foundation, but often we don't like having to rely on God that much. We live in a world of, of self. We live in a world where we want to be able to choose who or what is our foundation because we don't want to feel like we're reliant on anyone or anything. I want to be able to choose what I build my life on. I want to be able to choose what truth is, is, is suitable for me or what truth supports my ideals and perspectives. I want to be able to build my life on what I want. 
What this leads to, however, is that we can take things other than God that are good, they're beneficial things, and make them our foundation. What do I mean by that? Well, sometimes we can relate to our spouses in this way. Your spouse is a good thing, a blessing from God, and someone to be grateful for. However, when we place our spouses in the position of our foundation, if we're asking them, hey, can I stand on your shoulders? Can, can you support and sustain me? Can you be the, the, my rock in life? What we're doing is we're placing a burden on them that they were not designed to carry. As much as uh, in our wedding, we promised to be there through thick and thin, sickness and health, poverty and prosperity, we, we should never promise to, to be the foundation of someone else. We cannot sustain and support another person in the way that God is designed has designed us. Your spouse is a good thing, but a good thing in the wrong place will crack. A good thing carrying the pressure of your life won't last. And this can cause pressure and tension. And in the midst of it all, the good thing breaks and we fall. The marriage that you longed for for so long, when you put all your life's pressure on it, can crack and you can wonder if, if it was ever good in the first place. And this is true, not just for our marriages, but we can even put this on our children, on our friends. We can look to substances to support and sustain us. We can look at food and we can have an unhealthy relationship with food our finances, health, etc. There are so many things that, that you can look to to be your support and your sustainer. Good things, I, I want to clarify this, good things are meant to add to your life and bring joy and texture to your life. But, and this is a big one, they are not meant to define your life. If the thing that defines us is not strong enough to carry us, we are setting ourselves up for a fall, and we're setting that thing up to crack and break. Think about that. Good things are meant to add to your life. They're meant to bring texture and joy to your life, but not define your life. Is there a space where you have asked a good thing to define who you are? Maybe it's your work ethic. Maybe it's a title. So what are you building your life on? What is your foundation? Who or what? is carrying you. Second thing we want to just chat about very briefly is what is covering you? What is covering you? Because the thing that covers you protects you and gives you shelter from the things in life. What do you trust in when everything hits the fan? When the pawpaw, the watermelon, the whole fruit basket hits the fan, where do you go? Who do you trust? If your foundation is what you build your life on, then the thing or person who uh, then the thing or person who carries all of you, your covering is the thing you run to when the storms of life hit. So if your foundation is the thing or person who carries you, your your covering is the thing you run to when things go wrong. Again, God here is the one who is is perfectly designed and capable of being our covering. When the storms of life hit, he is the one who can speak a word and calm everything down. When the enemy is right behind us, he can split a sea, and not just split the sea, he can make the ground dry. When we are hungry, he can rain down manna, or he can turn a few loaves and fish into a meal for thousands. When we are thirsty, he can make a rock the source of mineral water. When the battle is raging, he can make the sun stand still. God is the one who has every capability for us to trust, 
He is the one who should be our covering again. However, we really pursue God because we think we can sort it out. In this instance, I'm not talking about good things as the best things. Often the issue here is that we don't want to be seen as weak, and so we keep going. We keep trying to be better, to do better, rather than going to the one who can do what we can't. Recently at Liberty Church, we, we've gone through a series on mental health, and one of the, the great sessions, um, Mads Dazel came and preached, and she referenced a stat that said the average time it takes for someone who displays symptoms of mental issues, mental health struggles, to the time they seek help, help is 11 years. Think about that situation. For 11 years, so many of us try and cover ourselves. We try and fake it till we make it. We try and pull our socks up. We are often taught from a young age to grow up and be self-sufficient. However, this is not the heart of God. God wants us to run to him in the midst of our darkest moments. God wants us to press into him when we go through the worst this world can throw at us. This is definitely something we see in David's life. He, when he sinned, he ran to God. When he was oppressed and pursued, he ran to God. When he was in exile, he ran to God. When he had family issues, when he had a son trying to take over his kingdom, he ran to God. And when he was full of joy, he ran to God. He understood that he could try fix things, but God was much better at it. Jesus even communicates us. He says, if you're going to come to him, we have to come to him like little children. One of the beautiful things I've experienced in terms of having children is that they don't come to me because they want me to understand their solution. They come to me completely trusting that I have a solution to whatever they're going through. They come to me because they see not just that I have a solution, but they see me as the solution. And I love that. I love the fact that when they can't reach something, they see me as the solution. When they can't open something, they see me as the solution. When they can't figure something out, they see me as the solution. And isn't, is it possible that that's what God wants us to act like? That when we go through the storms of life, we don't just go to him like a vending machine. God, can you provide? God, can you heal? God, can you? He, he doesn't want us to come to him as a vending machine. He wants us to see him as the answer. Not that he can just provide an answer, but that he is the answer. If he is our answer in and through every single season, then we run to him in the good and the bad. You see, often a vending machine we only go to when we need something, but Jesus didn't give us that option. He said, I am Lord, Lord of all. And so if that's true, if he's not a vending machine, if God is the God described in Scripture, then we need to submit everything to him and, and run to him. Go to him, not just when the storms of life hit, but when the joys of life surround us. When we are going through streams, that, as, as David describes it, in green pastures, God is God. When we're in the valley of the shadow, God is God. When we are surrounded by our enemies, God is God. And in every single scene, we need to run to him. So who is your covering? Who do you run to? Are you trying to be enough or do enough so that no one will know what you're going through? Because the reality is, is that there is no place better to be found than in God's tents. There is no place better to run to than the strong tower of God. There is nowhere better to be found than under the shadow of His wings. And I want to encourage you, perhaps you're trying really hard right now as you listen to this to keep stuff together. 
to be the strong one in your family, to be the person in your business who who is so optimistic even though things aren't going that well. Perhaps you're doing your best to be strong enough for everyone and everything. Can I encourage you that in our weakness, God is strong. And so my plea to each and every single one of us, and I include myself in this, is to stop covering ourselves with our own strength, but to lean in to God and allow Him to shine through our weakness, allow His strength to be so much better than our strength. Can we depend on the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the one who nature has to listen to, the one who demons flee from, the one who disease cannot infect? Can we turn to Him and say, God, the best place for me, as Paul writes over and over and over in Ephesians, is in Him. In him is fullness of life. In him is joy unspeakable. In him is love that goes beyond our comprehension. And so today, very simply, can we stand on the rock of ages? And can we be found in him? Can Jesus be both our foundation and our covering? And perhaps if we can begin to unpack this in our lives, if you and I can begin to really live from this place, perhaps the storms of life might not be so scary. Perhaps the things that threaten to, to break us won't. And perhaps we would begin to enjoy other people in our life a lot more because we're not looking to them to sustain us or cover us. And so God, right now, just, I just pray for every single one of us listening to this, that God, you would be our, our rock and our covering, that we would, as David just writes here, run to the rock that is higher than we are, that we would be found in your tents, that we would dwell in your shelter, and that God, as we live in you and through you, that your strength would shine through our weaknesses. I pray this in the powerful name of Jesus. Well, I hope this has encouraged you. I hope this, the couple of these few thoughts have just inspired you this week to stand on him and live under his covering. Have an amazing week, everybody. God bless you. See you soon.